Hello. Hi. You also need new cowboy bebop casting. Well, uh, who's John, oh my God. John shows to be Spike Spiegel. So we have ADHD. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is great. Um, welcome to. <laughs> <laughs> I just said, which is great. I love the sentence. <laughs> I, I love the taste. Uh, uh, so, but more proper introduction, I guess. Uh, welcome to another episode of Film Critter Critters Processes. <laughs> great start. This is what they pay us the big bucks the for, big baby. Yeah. Woo! Uh, so, uh, if, if we haven't muted his microphone already, we're joined today by Greg. <laughs> oh, sorry, my mic was muted. No. What's up, everybody? Hello, I'm Greg. Hi, Greg. Hi. I, and I am, as always, J Bear Hat. And I am, as always, Baru. Yay. Um, and today we're talking about. Us. Us. Let's talk about us, us baby. baby. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about us, that baby. movie. <laughs> Jesus You had a bit Christ. set up that I was not. <laughs> I have an ambush. I need to go home. <laughs> Mom, I, I, need, I need you to take me home. I precisely request to go home. Um, yeah. Uh, us. us. Great movie. Good movie. Hey, well, that's our episode. Go All right, see, bye uh, everybody. Don't <laughs> fucking watch Peace. it. If you if you haven't seen us yet, uh, and you're worried, you're like, oh, is it gonna be like Get Out? Um, it's really good. Uh, it is more of a traditional horror film. So if you don't really mm-hmm. like traditional horror, maybe you know, maybe sit this one out. But I would definitely recommend it as a movie to see, as a movie to digest. Um, it's not like it's not like super scary like mm-hmm. you're not gonna be like oh ah, I shit and pissed my pants all over the theater but it's like it's a it's a fun 80s mm-hmm. horror it's film. a similar and unsettling like, I feel like it had the same like similar unsettling horror as like Get Out but it's definitely in its own like yeah I, I like the fact that it is like there's a lot to think about with the movie but it is also like it's very good at just being like uh, here's the underground people and they're gonna kill you. It it, you know? it really is just he wrote his own version of Chud. Yeah. <laughs> just. Just. <laughs> we, yeah, we pointed, or like, yeah, we pointed that out that like at the beginning of this movie it has kind of the same thing as at the beginning of Climax where there's like all of these reference points and that it's was insane because it was the same week we saw Climax. Yeah, it was crazy and like it was also like the crazy thing about it is that Climax sucks fucking ass. <laughs> Uh, but Sorry. all of the movies that are like next to climax are these like really like good art films. Like there's like Suspiria there, and like I don't know uh, some other ones. There's it's like a lot of like classic like yeah. horror and like Italian horror stuff, especially. And then there's like all, all of the insp- yeah a garbage movie that you watch in between. Yeah. <laughs> all of the like yeah, so like all of the inspirations on the mood board in us, however, are like Chud, uh, the man with two brains. Yeah, <laughs> uh, is one of them. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, the I can't I can't remember which one's the one that's the VHS tape that's like written like it's handwritten. Oh, fuck, my brain doesn't work. Anymore, oh my so god, it, no! It's like a it's like a TV special of something. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna double check what this is. Uh, the tapes at the beginning. But yeah, because like I remember I, I went and saw it a second time recently because like, friends of mine. I seen it a second time. I wish I had seen it before I came here, but I'm still having fun. Yeah, uh, a friend of mine wanted to go see it, and I was like, I want to watch it again mm. because I like it, but also. Mm-hmm. You kind of had to see Jordan Peele's movies twice, honestly. Yeah, mm. I sadly. I want his next movie to called once. Twice. He had to see it three times. Oh my fucking god! Spoilers! Spoilers! Jordan Peele's gonna Jordan kill Peele. me. Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. Get Greg on the horn. Give me an. I got ideas, baby. All right, new movie called. Is it us? Call it We. Call, uh, <laughs> thems. Thems. Oh, the, the Goonies and the right stuff it is the, the handwritten. I think is the handwritten. Oh, okay. 
Um, I didn't understand a line where our red says it's it's our time. Yeah, so it's like no, that's a Goonies reference. I, I, did, I didn't know that because I wasn't really into okay. it. Okay. Oh, so that's a huge spoiler. Oh yeah. I thought we were so, doing the, is that a well, thing we do there? No, no, no. Yeah, no. It's, it, we. <laughs> so hey, everybody. No, I mean like you already know that there's spoilers in this video. What that's, the fuck? That's are, what we do. Hey, if you're watching this, spoilers, movie, whatever. Fuck you. Anyway, we, we always put try to put in the about just like. Hey. Spoilers. There's yeah. this video. Spoilers for like the whole film, basically, because like yeah. that's our bit. Um, yeah. yeah that's but, it. but that does remind me. So, um, since since you've already heard spoilers, Greg, yeah. do you know when the first? Uh, do you know the first time the word tethered is used in the movie Us? Wasn't it during the uh, Hands Across? Yeah, America it's bit? in the yeah. Hands Across America bit. I I like. It's. Us makes what? you feel fucking insane. Rewatching it, rewatching it, and like getting to the part where she's like in the commercial is just casually right. dropped. I was like, it's like the same because I couldn't tell my friends because I'm like, listen, there's a reason yeah. I'm like, it's the same feeling as how like pulls my phone out and starts yeah. taking notes. It's the same feeling as like how you watch, when you watch Get Out a second time, like when you realize the reasons she's so defensive of um of um him during with, with the cop the cop confrontation. Yeah, the only reason she's really actually confirmed is because that would leave a trail of like suspicion. Yeah, versus like anything that would be like potential that would be potentially woke about it. And yeah. the it's just this whole like recontextualization of like everything. And fuck, I need to watch the movie. It's like the time that's the only part I know about that's like <laughs> completely like. Also, another part I liked is um. So in the beginning credits, how there's like the three brown rabbits amidst like the sea of like other ra- like, white rabbits. Um, I had the one, I, cause Jordan Peele does a thing where he makes you feel like an insane person, but like, <laughs> where it's, but also you might not be wrong, but, um, basically, um, where it's, a, cause obviously the, the main cast is four people, um, three of which are not tethered. Mm-hmm. One is secretly tethered. So maybe that's why there's three mm-hmm. brown rabbits to represent the ones that are not tethered. So after you had pointed that out when I was rewatching it, mm-hmm. when she gets back to the underground facility near the end of the film, mm-hmm. there's one brown rabbit. That hops into the classroom. Fuck! <laughs> wow. And, like, ah! All the other rabbits in the hallway are white. I, uh, I think ugh. it's also really relevant because uh, the whole film takes place in Santa Cruz, which is an extremely like artificially gentrified oh, city, like beach yeah. town city. Like it is a city that was like very much so built with specific ways to like decrease the likelihood of like non-white and especially mm. like poor people moving there. Yep. Which is definitely something that seems to be one of the many many themes in this movie yeah, yeah absolutely definitely um yeah so i guess a quick rundown of the movie um us is the is the name of the the us is the clones. <laughs> i wasn't in it so i don't know why they called that the, cl- the clones is us metaphorically <laughs> but we are the them to we the us <laughs> we are the them to the us so. we are the same to the so who's the real us <laughs> and who's they. the real them jesus christ if 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 y'all don't stop okay <laughs> um so but yeah you should you should you should actually go and see it before you watch this episode yeah not only because real. we just spoiled a bunch of shit but. <laughs> so anyway at the end when it, it's revealed that red is actually adelaide and adelaide is actually red and they switch places when she was a child yeah um so so on the twist I want to bring up the fact that it's really funny, and I'm really upset that I guessed the twist, but I only guessed it because about halfway through the film, I was like, they really show that shot in the trailers a lot of, like, the twin girl choking the other girl. Yeah. And I was like, but they haven't shown it. Oh. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) It's really, like, it's this really, like, Twilight Zone, like, meta, like, extra, like, cultural thing of Mm -hmm. just, like, understanding that trailers sometimes use shots that aren't in the movie so the whole movie like 
I mean, like, I pre I presume that there is that is like a level of understanding because th this is like one of the most watertight scripts of yeah. all time. Again, like second mm -hmm. time in a row. Yeah. Uh. Uh. So like, to to have to have that ambiguity there, uh, and to, and to have that level of awareness. Uh, I love after the reveal, just recontextualizing the ways that like. Adelaide, or quote unquote Adelaide, yeah. was um, interacting with the tethered, like how like, um, in the like both both of the scenes with like the um the tethered children, um, where she was just like, in the part where um um oh, the, the one that's sister, I will jump uh, daughters um when she's like crawling through the woods, it's Umbra and it is the clone. I Umbra, don't remember. Okay. I don't remember the original girl's name. Offhand. I really need to like, learn to fucking. Like, it's write, I I, I was reading. I was like literally reading the cast list because I wanted yeah. to know what the names. I'm glad you did that. Yeah, Umbra were. when she's like launched into the fucking woods and like she's like calming her down as she's like dying and everything. And then with um. Who is Jason's tethered? Uh, Pluto. Pluto. I fucking love that the tethered have names. Holy yeah, shit. no, they, I, all um, of them. Um, Tim Heidecker and uh, Patty from Mad Men also have tetheds, and their characters it. also have names. Tim Heidecker's name is Tex. Of course it's Tex. <laughs> oh my god. And um, what, let me see here. And Kitty's, his wife's name was Dahlia. The the twins were yeah. like, their, their things were Eo and Nyx. Mm -hmm. Io. And Nyx, which I think is like a, some sort of all of the all of the characters have very like cultural names. Like obviously, Tex is a very like it, like mm -hmm. loaded kind of uh, concept. I feel like <laughs> like very loaded person named Tex. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, no, all of all of the every every double has a has a name if the main character has a name. I love how fucking thorough Jordan Peele is. It's like because it's yeah. so it's so easy just like. Consider maybe red, and just the others are just the tethered. Yeah. But like the care of his craft to like make sure that even the tethered have identities, which also kind of goes into like, I would not be surprised if that was on purpose. That like it's easy to like kind of like not think about the tethered having names because that's kind of how like, you know, to go over like the, the whole like the, the the um one of the themes of the movie being about the other and like America's fear fear of the other is like. With like, like you said, when you're, when you're mentioning the um, like kind of the um, what is it, the the gentrification of Santa Cruz and like kind yeah. of the general America, it's easy to kind of forget like the names of the people who are like trying to like you know write come come up and like make their means happen. So it's very easy to kind of like just they all just kind of blend in with like just being oh they're just oh that's just the tethered's and like the one who manages to speak up is the one that people can remember, but like and everyone else is kind of just like thrown to like this. Uh, Assumption of the tether until you do the research and like actually you know give half a shit to like know that they have names, which is kind of like and uh, speaks a lot about how like, you know minorities are treated in like a lot of ways as far as like just forgotten as a mass to like just be like this homogeny of like brown and you know different colors of purple and green because I don't see color. <laughs> it, it, it is also like too where it's like in the in the film, um, in the film there they only name the main family tethered because mm -hmm. there's like the scene where she's introducing them all. Yeah. Um, but in the credits, to draw your attention to it, the names of the tethered uh, and the cast listings are in red. God, I fucking... <laughs> Which is... Ah, the little things! Yeah, little touches! Such a, Dirt such a, a fucking such genius! A uh, even even um, Red, Sass, Adelaide's parents, their their tethered's are also named. Even though God. we only see them in like that, like very briefly in the flashbacks. Oh, what a good fucking movie. Uh, I mean, they're Wayland and Eartha. I love those names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, I want to meet those tethers. They're having to kill me. Scissors. Nice.
Well, I mean, something else I didn't notice in this film until the second watch through. Um, something we know is that the tethered uh, is so rain and Eartha have died right before the movie starts because they casually mentioned really early on in the film that Jason has been doing, hasn't been doing well since his grandmother died, his grandmother being red and Adelaide's mom. So the thing that kind of puts it all into motion is red's basically like grandmother dying and probably or Adelaide's grandmother, like tethered dying. And since they're tethered her, thus probably knowing that her actual mother has died. And that she hasn't seen them, seen her mom since she was 13. Hmm. That's, cr- that's crazy. Yeah, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> it's, literally, it's literally not until after her parents have died that she makes the move on her plan because those are the only people above ground that she had any connection to before she went underground. I fucking love There's movies. So much I shit love like that writing. It's such a small, because like I remember. When I, when I watched it, I was like, "That's." I was like, "Oh, they're setting up the the grandma being dead recently being a thing," and then you forget about it because it doesn't come up again later. But then when I was rewatching it, I was like, "Wait, the the Adelaide would know that her mother died because her tethered version of her mom would have died recently as well." Mm-hmm. And it's implied that the reason they're going on the vacation is because it's right after her death. Fuck. It's oh, oh there's so it's. It's such a beautifully tightly wrapped. I didn't movie fucking think about that at where all. Where the, the more like I like watching it again and just picking up on like the parallels they do, there's like very clearly a lot of thought put into not just like, you know, like stuff that's going on on top of it, but just like giving the tethereds an internal life that you can yeah. only understand once you sort of like rewatch it and catch the subtle things that are set up on the in, the, in, the, in the above ground and then thinking about how that would have affected them in the below ground. Exactly. Like, I, it's just, oh, God, that's so fucking good. And I don't want it to come across us as being like, oh, this movie had a story. Great job. It's, yeah. it's, it's really just like, you, like any other movie I feel like would just be like, oh, I'm so sad that my mom just died. Yeah, Baby, you know, let's go on a grandma. vacation. Yeah. <laughs> it's process. <laughs> like, have fun as a family. Yeah. Like yeah, to me it would be it would be lore. It would be like oh, did you? It's like did you notice kind of stuff? And like there's definitely that kind of an audience response to it. But to me, what I like about it is because it all ties into this idea of like my my big thesis idea that I have for the film, and it is that there's the general us versus them narrative. Yeah. Yes. But that a big part of the film's idea is sort of nature versus nurture in that same sort of way of like mm-hmm. the way us versus them is constructed. Yeah. And he's saying there's this idea that the them is usually a matter of circumstance. And mm-hmm. so all of the tethered are essentially versions of the people that they're tethered to, but with the absolute worst circumstances happening in their life. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. have Jason where it's like, you know, above ground, he like plays with like this little lighter thing as like a, as a magic trick below ground. He becomes burned because of that mm-hmm. uh, above ground, you know, like um, the, I can't remember the daughter's actual name. But, like, you know, she's like, oh, I don't really want to do track and field. Uh, Zora, she's like, I don't really want to do track and field. Below ground, Umbra is more stronger at it yeah. because she has been training for it for war <laughs> her entire yeah. life. Uh, there's just so much, like, it just, yeah, God. The, the, the revelation of, like, Abe realizing, uh, Abraham realizing that he hasn't been able to see his whole life. 
and then wearing the glasses because he puts the glasses on and just like his anger at realizing that like his double has not had the same blindness that he has had his entire life Mm -hmm. just like small things like that where it's like i feel like a big thing in the film is like not just that but also like the ways those resentments boil over where it's like to to the people above ground it's like why are these things killing us it's just uh there's a line where Red is like, oh, it's just craziness when someone asks, like, why do you think they're doing this? Mm-hmm. It's like, she knows why, but she's like, oh, it's just craziness. It's also indicative um, of, like, the frustrations that can, like, lead to, like, in, again, to, like, make the um, connection to, like, kind of, like, the path of, like, minorities trying to make it in, like, the America by par Literally, the, the, the tether, like, it, as a metaphor for, um, people, like, the, who are, like, the downtrodden, like, mm-hmm. mim- being the puppeting the uh, mimicking the ways that people make ends meet up here up in like the how successful how successful people make ends meet but it's just not fucking working so they're still down there doing like doing all the things that like are supposed that are supposed to be contributing to this idea of the american dream and like making the all these like successful race forward but they're just still stuck like that in this like sense of like i'm just parroting what I've been told is right. supposed to like, yeah. make me successful. Yeah. Meanwhile, the people above are reaping the benefits of like, of like, are, are able to like, you know, do things like, you know, be able to see clearly, take that for granted, or in like, you know, I'm gonna get, or, or we're gonna get burned for like trying to do the same things that like they or do, the but medical- like I'm, I'm the one who gets mutilated and they get to like fucking. It's 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 a lot to take in. Like I and, and yeah. I like that this movie is that at its heart, it's two things at once as far as like. Being like as heavy as Get Out can be, but also is at its core, also just like a really good love letter to shit like Chud and the Goonies yeah. and whatnot. And I like that like you can have these conversations and be equally valid. Like it's the it's the purest form of several things are true all the time. It's, it's ki- it kind of the movie to me like the thing I find most important and like compelling about it is that it does. It does this kind of like awareness of like it, it like other you would call it in other movies like social awareness because yeah. like you know it, it's it, it can I, I think I think that a lot of um, creators uh, who get like passionately political tend to get, tend to turn to more like ham handed yeah. ways of ways of uh, saying what they're getting across uh, and <clears throat> with with this movie. It com- it completely breaks that spell, uh, and it completely it completely shows that like, uh, like this this can like really uh bring back a- bring back a sense in horror that it is like encompassing mm-hmm. like political and like class concerns that are like really real and really meaty, and that it like in a way the movie is like talking about and evoking like the the barrier between the between different classes, yeah, uh, um, and like yeah. It it just it it it's it's so much. It feels good to see this like approach taken to what me. what if Prince and Popper but spooky. Ah, fuck! Oh, we can't do ooh voice in this fucking yeah, podcast. Well, we're not doing it. <laughs> so like, yeah, like like the the line to me that really ties all of those like two things the two things uh, is <laughs> the the part where she's like. If it wasn't for you, I would have never learned to dance oh because it's like, you know, there's the, the the obvious way in which like, yeah, literally because the tethered like learn or because Red learned to dance above ground. But the reason Red learned to b- dance above ground was because her parents thought that she had PTSD. And so she's put into art therapy, 
which is something Adelaide would have never had access to otherwise, because it's kind of very heavily suggested in the opening that she has kind of a fraught home life. Mm -hmm. And that her family is probably like lower middle class. I can't hear the word fraught. Fraught? Anymore. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, Is, is, it's a uncomfy home life <laughs> um and so the suggestion that i got kind of from it especially because like you know her friends know her is like oh yeah didn't you used to like art and dance is that she basically became upwardly mobile because of this mm-hmm. because she became a successful artist and a huge dancer yep. hmm. so it's literally like oh i would have never learned to dance if it weren't from you but it's also like oh if this hadn't happened neither of us would have learned to dance you would have had no opportunity for upward mobility Mm-hmm. And so it's like that kind of idea of like, uh, it is entirely opportunity. It is entirely just chance. It is entirely just like, yeah. if things in your life went the exact opposite way, you would be a them, you would be an evil version of yourself. Yeah. And that God. that is essentially how like class works in America. Yeah. Just opportunities presented to different people at different times and like how it can supremely change the life of someone who has never even had any access to that. Like, and then this thing, like, and then somebody who is just like, who can have access to it, but it's just surrounded by like a wealth of it and it can just like live or die without it. She, she literally, like, and Red literally work. learns how to become human. And when she does the smile at the end of the film, it's a human smile, not like the creepy, twisted smile that they've been doing all movie. It's like mm-hmm. she literally, the literally only thing that differentiated her from the tethered was that she learned to be human because yeah. of these access to things she didn't mm-hmm. have underground. Mm-hmm. Because they are human, and Adelaide is like, hey, we are also human, even though she essentially became a tethered because she was kidnapped and shoved into the tethered tunnels. <laughs> the TTs, if the you TTs. will. <laughs> God. <laughs> Little quirky nickname I just thought about, you know. Um, yeah, so I, I was I was watching an interview with uh, Jordan Peele, um, probably one that a lot of people have seen, mm. uh, it, where he, he remarked that like one of the themes of the movie is... Um, Kind of generation, I guess, generational trauma and trauma in general, mm-hmm. um, which I, which I kind of, when I, when I, I will say when I first watched us, um, I kind of like had this immediate like knee jerk reaction, just like I, I don't know, like uh, I don't, I don't know if I get it. That ending kind of like kind of ruined it for me. Mm-hmm. I kind of didn't think it was necessary. I thought I kind of thought it was too, too corny, too much, too ham fisted. And and then like once I watched that interview and put two and two together and, and and like kind of understood like what that that like in in my feeling is that another thing that the movie is trying to put forward is that like you know all these these kind of this exploration of trauma and how it affects you and how there's like always going to be another version of you that either that either like was or wasn't affected um, mm-hmm. or or was affected by things worse or like that that kind of thing that you were saying before. Um, and uh, I think that's really cool. Yeah, I know that that actually makes it's, sense. It's it's, it's so- literally the difference between her healing and yeah. her becoming a psycho murderer, and how yeah. that even like generationally how that pay- plays down forward to like uh, Adelaide doesn't care about her kids or the above ground kids to the point that she uses Pluto as bait in a trap yeah. that gets oh, him yeah. killed, but Red is both, like, you know, extremely protective and doing anything to try to keep her kids safe while also clearly being, like, upset and wanting to, on some level, like, save Umbra and Pluto. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. Something I didn't notice is, like, in the scene where, like, they're at the car, when it cuts into the car and they're like, what is she doing? She's talking to Pluto, 
but we never hear what she's saying. Because then the kids, this Jason gets out of the car and then he starts moving it. And then she goes, no, stop. And like, so we don't mm-hmm. know what she's doing or saying to Pluto in that scene. God. It's just, it's, fuck. Every time I think about this movie, it's just like, fuck. Oh, sorry. There's pa- I moved paper around everybody. Sorry. Oh, it, it it's ASMR. Uh, speaking of like some more. Paper. Some more. When you watch things on a second look, things uh-huh. you'll notice. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that like becomes more meaningful mm-hmm. once you know like red's actual inner turmoil like that's the thing about the twist is that it's not a twist and then it's like it'll completely change the way you see it do you notice that when she's snapping along to the song she's off rhythm is that because she's tethered and it's like no it's just probably bad sound editing yeah like <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably probably it's a movie it's probably just uh, whoever was editing that scene doesn't have rhythm <laughs> and fuck it up. <laughs> uh, yeah we'll get you a guy who sound edited fuck um but uh there's like small things where it's like when she's freaking out and she tells her how she's telling uh wilson what's going on one she says i wandered away from my parents i don't know i don't remember why but the actual reason is she doesn't know because she didn't she's not the one who wandered away from her parents Mm -hmm. um because she's just mimicking and then he's like uh she's like oh when this is going on there's a dark cloud above me i don't feel like myself and he goes like well you look like yourself and she turns around and looks like Really upset for a second. God, fuck! <laughs> God! Uh, and when she's on the beach with yeah. Kitty trying to talk to her and make small talk of her, you know, it comes off like she's just trying to, like, blow off small talk, but she's yeah. like, oh, I'm not um, really good with talking. Because she literally had to learn, learn how, how to, to talk. talk. at, like, age, Four, whatever, like whatever she was. or 14, yeah. yeah. It's, there's fuck. just, like, a lot of things where it's, like, you, you start to understand more, like, they do a really good job of basically here's a character who has a horrible like guilt and secret and trauma mm-hmm. that essentially is her viewing herself as evil and trying to escape being evil yeah. for her entire life. And it completely changes like scenes that you take as just her being polite or her being anxious or her being like upset about something that happened into yeah. like, oh, she's like still dealing with the repercussions of something traumatic that happened to yeah. her as a child. I love how um Jason was utilized in this movie as well as like his reactions being very like very like indicative of like when you like I get I don't know if this is a weird thing or not or if it's correct or not but also it's like this is a show about opinions about movies and whatever so everything's anything <laughs> and everything's correct and everything's words and every, four words don't mean anything no um <laughs> just like how his reactions to Adelaide getting more and more in the very like What's the word? Like brutal, tethered, unhinged for tethered. She's getting very unhinged for someone who claims to be tethered. Um, claims to be tethered. Twenty nineteen. <laughs> we're green texting and, uh, uh, and movements. So it's really. Just, I want to tell sucks. everyone in the audience. It's really cool. <laughs> we, I want you to know we, we were really. Anyway, we have a cool but, face on right but, now. But like. <laughs> Jason is getting more and more uncomfortable as like Adelaide. Number one, Adelaide getting more red as she's coming co- covered in more blood, which is another like visual oh. gag I like a lot. So Jason's little moments of like, who the fuck is this lady who like is like getting really like brutal with these like ways she's just killing these like killing these tethers who like it just just getting way too into it. And I feel like one of y'all talked to me about this before, and I hope I'm not jacking one of y'all's talking points. But if I am, feel forgive me or, or <laughs> feel free to cut in. But um, how casual it was when um, they're talking about the, the, the kill count scene, 
and how as like everything was going on, they were just becoming way, way more like it probably jaded. more huh more jaded more yeah. jaded about which kind of like ties into the whole like passing of trauma like yeah of just and just like the, the, how it just becomes like a thing you're just used to seeing yeah despite it being like overtly harmful and terrible exactly yeah and they're they're just doing oh yeah well I killed the most people and it's it's funny it's extremely yeah. funny but it's it's also like you think about it like. I like that Jordan Peele's movies are like a slow burn. Like you watch it, and then it takes a week for everything to sink in. If you haven't watched it a second time, which I need to watch it a second time. <laughs> but like even so, like I, it takes like it's just a like slow drip, and like by the time your cup is full, you're just like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot that's really relatable about Red, <laughs> uh, which is which is to say that like her like the, which is like what Greg was just saying, like how how her like temper and her brutality. Like, sh- it, like shows itself in her kids, uh, mm. and and also like in her husband, just because of how how she, like I, I don't know, like that's like the, you know it throughout the movie she's kind of like dealing with these like really difficult aspects of herself as like mm-hmm. as like a tethered in quotes as like a fake as like a, a traumatized like you know someone with like trauma and like someone with something in their past that they're like scared mm-hmm. of. Uh, and like scared of confronting. Um, so like, hey, like, good touch. <laughs> really cool. Oh yeah. Something like, I a connection I just made in uh, like both those points is also that um the the person the the tethered that the mom kills that the son that Jason walks in on uh-huh. and is like like starts to like clearly figure out that something's off with his mom mm-hmm. is the same one. Uh, is one of the ones that his sister killed, and then the other one that his sister, that um, Zora killed, she killed in a similarly brutal way. Mm-hmm. And also mm. similarly went, like, psycho on it, and it's, like, yeah. the difference in, like, how he relates to that and how he, like, witnesses those things and, like, what those mean to him. Yeah. Ah, uh, it's really good. Yeah. Also, I, also, I love that you, they have Our, very minimal on-screen violence the whole film. There's like... Uh, Honestly, yeah, yeah it's, mostly, it's mostly like just affects you. Like, you. You see the aftermath of it a lot, but it's like you don't you, you never really see anybody's head being split open. It's, it's a lot of like impact shots of like... I feel like the most like... Cutaway, is, cutaway shots if someone's getting like exactly hit. Close-up yeah. shots for like something being set up, but it's usually blood splattering onto things. Mm-hmm. And then you'll see like a person lying on the ground and like they're bleeding. Yeah. You also never really see anybody get stabbed until the end, if you think about it. Yeah, and there's yeah. also, isn't there some sort of touch where, like, Red doesn't actually, or not not Red, but Adelaide doesn't commit any violence. Adelaide, who is in... Yeah, Adelaide, oh. who is, as far as the protagonist of the movie, Adelaide has a kid, yeah. Like, yeah. Not, not the protagonist, but, like, the the, the one in Red. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, the, the real Adelaide. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um... Which I like. I might be wrong. Like, because the closest I, I, I could think of is like in their fight scene. She's yeah. every time it's like a jujitsu kind of thing where it's like she lunges at her and she grabs her and slams her on the ground kind of stuff. But she'll also like swipe at her. She'll, she'll swipe at her with the scissors. Yeah, and like so like she gets cut up and stuff in that scene. But it's mm-hmm. like she never. I don't think she actually like attacks anyone in the same way mm-hmm. any of the other. It's like a using. Though. It's like a using. Um, using red. Quote red red Adelaide, uh, yeah. using her at force against. Add a red. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the one that's... compartmentalizing this. <laughs> well. <laughs> it's getting red. <laughs> yeah, it, it gets difficult. And then, uh, we have, and then we have, like, time skip red, and then there's Adelaide uh, Yeah, and then there's, there's, there's younger <laughs> red came back for the future to kill Ad- Android 17 and 18. It's so Adelaide weird when they Spider red. I didn't think. <laughs> it's... <laughs> 
They introduced Adelaide, which is just Adelaide, but the name is spelled in Leet speak. <laughs> how are we supposed to know? Yeah, and, how, and how, why, why was there an Android 16 in this feature? <laughs> because, the because the time stream was poisoned! <laughs> Anyways. Oh my fucking god. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely glad there's no time fuckery in this film. Because Honestly, yeah. that, that would have actually made me upset. <laughs> That's how you know someone of talent made it, because there wasn't any like, and then the clones were sent 20 years into the past, and that's oh why this all God. happened. God, it's just I oh, love just Jesus. like just this whole movie was just, it was so fucking good. Really like, great I mean, film. I love. I also I love the bit in the beginning. So in the no. part where like the guy with the coat had like the, in the shown in the trailer. Oh yeah, the yeah. Guy yeah. Having the scissors. I like how he was the, he was doing the first like um um hands across America thing, and I never picked up on that until like oh yeah, he was the very first one to commit the murder, and then like get out and just start the chain. Yeah. And then it grew from him. And then and, and then like we ah oh, fuck we just see him in the the, the, the actual homie in the hey, beginning get killed. Want to know something else that's cool? Yeah, um, cool things, in the yeah. scenes where it's showing uh, Red in therapy. Yeah, uh, what she's doing is she's playing in a sandbox toy and she's lining up a bunch of figures. <laughs> in the exact same way that the people are lined up on the beach in the Hands Across America parts. I fucking love how. <laughs> She's also placing a bunny down. There's a lot of rabbit imagery in the film, obviously. Also, like her, also, um, Red Red or Adelaide and Child Adelaide wearing the thriller shirt was very cool because, like, the um, the cast being very like kind of done in makeup that was very similar to like yeah. the sunken eyes and the very thriller makeup kind of like that whole, that whole thing. I oh god, Someone, just, like, the little things. I think it was Robbie also pointed out to me like the the outfits that they wear are like kind of what somebody would remember. 30 years down the line, the mm -hmm. thriller. Yeah. Jumpsuit the jumpsuits, looking. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> also, the funny, the, the one that the extremely funny bit of like child Adelaide going through the Native American spirit, Indian spirit journey. And then 30 years later, it's changed to the wizard's journey because it's, because it's racist. But it's the, it's the <laughs> same. It's, but it's same. the same. <laughs> it's the same thing on the inside. Yeah, but they're going, we're not racist. It's not racist. We changed the outside. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's something we also haven't really talked about it. Uh, in addition to being a really good like horror film and a really good like mm -hmm. uh, dense horror movie kind of thing, like I, I think a lot of horror movies you can tease a lot out of, but this is one that definitely was created for a specific sense of like putting a lot of like things in it to like pull out and like mull over and a lot of. Mm -hmm. This is a movie written by somebody who has read horror film theory. <laughs> yeah, uh, mm -hmm. it's also funny. Yeah, he's really good. Like, <laughs> he knows when it's a, when you need to laugh. Like he knows when it's like. You, he knows you can't hold your breath forever, and you need to be able to let some eat, some pressure leave you, so that there's room for the next scare or the next like sense of like tension. Because if you're just full of like scares, you're just there's like also just, you're just like, you just become like fucking nonplussed by everything that comes up. The way he uses like comedy to like to, like set up all the characters and stuff. Like I love yeah. just like the stupid thing at the dinner where he's like, "Hey, language," and the kid just was like, "Did you know when you point a finger at someone, you have three pointing back at you?" And he's like, but like the kid starts with like his thumb here and then he like lifts his thumb up because he's like, oh, it's not like four, it's three. And then you can like, as it close, like as it shows like a close up of like Adelaide's face, so she's like kind of like, you know, like decompressing. You can hear in the background, he's like, it's four fingers. And he's like, nah, -uh, it's three. And then you have your thumb and your thumb's not pointing back at you. <laughs> like you can hear them just, <laughs> just, like just, little... <laughs> just such a like perfectly like, written family. Yeah. Like, like the, the realist family bicker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like no one's like, it's, it's just like, I love what an adorable, like doofus dad Winston Duke uh, is in this movie. He's, he's just so like, good. he's so like, he's, uh, He's so what, what hot. was that? What was that size? He's so hot in this movie. <laughs> so hot. 
so hot. That scene when he's like, he's hey, honey, can we go to the beach? And he's got the tank top on. Objectify men in horror. <laughs> God, yeah. The, the shot where he is on the bed, he gets on the bed and he gets into the like, the, the straight guy, the straight guy like, oh, like I'm going to just lay out on this bed in a way to like let me play the fuck. And I'm just going to be like, hey. <laughs> and the angle that it's at so you can see his thighs and the slight part filmmaking. of his boxer is just like so the, the fucking future the fucking I love that the whole time, the whole time that Red is pro art <clears throat> fuck it it's right Pope, Red Pope yeah. Dynasty's processing they, they keep that shot of me he's like he like consolidates the pillows so that he can lean his back back just yeah! like clearly the most like this hey babe a- you want to come over here and just climb on me and I'll do as little work as possible so hot and she's going so I, feel hot. Like, I feel like there's something wrong there's something twisted up I'm, I feel like I'm gonna die and he's like uh, try what? <laughs> but also, he's like, to get he it. is like trying but it's also like he's doing a bad job which is even more adorable than like he's just like He's he can't read the mood for like a solid like five minutes and then it's like okay it's I, I so got, cute it's, it's such adorable. a cute, it's such the cute thing of just like him being put in a situation him and he doesn't know how to handle it it's just like the little bit where he's like he's like hey hey like clearly like all right I need to comfort her what will yeah. comfort her I could kick your ass yeah. <laughs> just like because this thing I'm doing the little like hey champ like like yeah because no, this thing I'm a fucking dumbass that's the kind of shit I would say to comfort a friend like that's the kind of shit you would say to me that would make me feel better yeah like Jay no joke if you came to me you were sad I'd be like Jay if you're ever worried about being found it's okay I could kick your ass I could kick your ass if your evil clone looks like you I could kick your ass cheer up slugger cheer up that's gonna do some good it's just like Lupita's just like beautiful reaction to that of just like oh you don't understand how horrifying this like the situation is right now and he's just like okay (laughs) listen I okay the 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 thing of big big booby babes in horror movies and they get and they are they run around and they're they're and they're, 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 they're sloshing about hunk wobbly ladies oh my Is god that a dame she's dead <laughs> what the? she's dead now or maybe she's not yeah. i don't know which horror movie this is uh but also like new horror just put 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 a guy. Just uh, you don't, don't you don't have to do that much. Just like, but you should. <laughs> you should. You should really go all do out. Do the Winston Duke shot. You should have your um uh, cute, I, not hot like jock hot like dad yeah, hot. Yeah. No protagonist in his boxers. Show show being the, imperiled. Show the cakes. I also show um cakes. speaking of um, what's Winston Duke's character's name again? Uh, it's it is actually uh. I think it's Winston, or no? It's Gabe. Uh, Gabe Winston. Okay, I love because that. The only reason I remember, the reason I'm able to remember it's Gabe Winston is because it's the only one where the name parallels the other name. Because like it's Abraham, which would be shortened into Gabe. Abraham. No. <laughs> um, I like that. Um, he, it's, George... it's Gabe because he's gay, Abe. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Hey. Um. So I also like Baru. Um. I watched um some Jordan Peele interviews after I had watched Get Out. Uh, mm-hmm. Get Out. Uh, so I want to watch Get Out again. Though. That's why I said that. Not because I uh, know get out too. Get in. Get, get in, loser. Get in, loser. We're watching us. <laughs> um, but I watched another interview, and um, I like that he put a lot of conscious thought into making sure not only was this a, a um a black family lead, but also they they come from upper class. And um, Gabe wearing the Howard shirt was a very intentional thing. And as someone who, as as a as a as a black person, that is ex- extremely important to me because it's like, 
it's one of those things where it's hard to explain the how monumental little things like that, seemingly little things like that, can be. Because no matter like when I was a kid, I I would like no matter if because I no matter if I if if I was as aware of the effects as I am now, I projected onto a lot of shit like Static Shock or like. Anything that had, like, black main characters in it. Mm. And when you see... And, it, and this goes into, like, the movies. That, like, no, this is clearly, like, an R-rated movie. So, obviously, I'm not, a kid wouldn't be seeing this. but Or a cool kid could see it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, take your kid to this movie take, and let's want your kid to be yeah, a like, pussy. Kid, you be, you know, fucking, yeah, fucking, if, you want your kid to be a fucking dork. If you want uh, your kid to be cool at school, come on. Yeah, fucking don't make, don't make your kid a dork loser. Go see us. Um, But... Having, uh, like, the family, com- not come upper class, having, like, the Howard shirt on Gabe was such a good, like, hearing him talk about, like, making those conscious choices to be like, okay, we're going to have a black family who had, who, they, they own fucking boats. Like, yeah, they the buy a boat. Owning boats, like, having property and just, like, in this, like, really, like, upper class Santa Cruz neighborhood. It is just, like, really good to see that and still be able to have the conversations about, like, you know, you know, um, class struggle and... The us versus them mentality, and also just be chud. Like, it does so many fucking good things, and I really. But that that was one of the biggest things I, I immediately t- took notice of, as far as like, just seeing that kind of representation of like, a successful black family, just like out there kicking it in a horror movie. God, it's good shit. It's real so good. Good on you, Jordan Peele. Good shit. Let's hang out. So uh, smoke a joint. <laughs> Jordan Peele, come through. It's Jordan Peele, come on, film creators. The story for Shona and like put you on film creators. It's time to just the elephant in the room. Evil Tim Heidecker. <laughs> evil Tim Heidecker <laughs> and, attacks and, everybody. And evil Elizabeth Moss. <laughs> so yeah, we do just uh, we we need to set aside just a special little pocket to to praise Elizabeth Moss Elizabeth Moss and Tim Heidecker. I'm doing my like, ooh, I can't wait to speak. <laughs> watching this the second time I realized something about Elizabeth, evil Elizabeth Moss because I was kind of like first time watching I'm like okay this is a creepy thing but like what's going on she's doing like a Laura Palmer having a breakdown thing mm-hmm. uh, what it is is that because she's the evil version much like how evil Tim Heidecker is a, is a jackass as well yeah uh, she is uh, also somewhat obsessed with vanity but now she has access to beauty things that she didn't in real life so she's obsessed with and then she goes to like kill like her and then she's like oh like there's it's implied that like she knows she can't because she's supposed to save that one for Adelaide um but then she goes back and she cuts herself with like her scissors and it comes off it's a very creepy spooky horrifying image mm-hmm. um and then she turns her face when she hears the boat on fire and she has a symmetrical scar on the other side. And watching it the second time, I realized that it's because on, when they're on the beach, Kitty, her above ground version, talks about how she got plastic surgery work done over the summer. Fuck. And as we learned from uh, Adelaide, when things like that happen above ground, they have to do them themselves below ground. So she was trying to give herself plastic surgery, but she didn't know what it was. She just knew that her tethered cut her own face open. Fuck! Oh my god. And that's what's going on in that scene, is literally what? linking, like, obsession Ugh. of beauty into, like, a form of self-harm. And god just, like, literally being driven insane by wanting access to beauty and not being able to access it. Oh, fuck this yeah, movie. That's incredible. When I made that connection, I was just like, 
It, it added so like, much. Just, it, just, it, it made her perform. It, it's a great mm-hmm. performance. It really added a level to her performance. She was just fucking like, incredible in this yeah, movie. Oh. Goddamn. And just like, just like, again, like, like I said, just having the the knowledge alone of the lore of the fact that the tethered have to do the things that their above ground cells do, like, puts so many little actions. Like, you got to pay attention to little story bits because, like you said, you pay attention to part where she's like, oh yeah. I had to get plastic. I got plastic surgery because I needed. I needed this, and then like, and it's, it's set up in the movie. It's just like we're just establishing what kind of a person this is. Yeah, uh, and then it turns out, but we're also establishing what kind of person their tethers are. Yeah, which is why the payoff of the joke of evil Tim Heidecker doing the like, woo, too slow. The gotcha, bit bitch. Yeah, it's great because it's like they don't have to show Tim Heidecker doing that above ground. Yeah, because you just you're just like, yeah, that asshole would do that. <laughs> yeah, like when that happened, the whole theater laughed. Yeah. Everyone yeah. was like, yeah, like, that dick would do that. This is like above ground Tim Heidegger. It's just the fact that his character is just like he's just more of a he's more passive aggressive about his little yeah, things. He, he he's, he's, he's very he's very people. fucking final because <laughs> you're very fucking final because you're goddamn wine or whatever. Yeah, and, and very quietly saying things like ah, too many drinks, huh? Cool. And this is and like his tether is just like all of his balled up like anger coming up to just like you know be an outward asshole. Fucking, more, more, more forward, like forward asshole. The fucking Tim Heidecker doing Jack Torrance down the steps. <laughs> oh my god! Shit, that was so fucking. I weird. love the magic of just getting the cast Tim Heidecker in things where he just gets to be Tim Heidecker, and it but works. Good. But yeah. like not, but like not. In he's a not way being Tim and like, Eric, like, but he yeah, is. But, but he's like, being. It's. It just shows that Tim Heidecker's comedy has always been about uh, horror and comedy are the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, like, horror and comedy are exactly the same. There's no you're everything not, you're, is exactly the same. You're not everything. gonna watch the fucking like you have been unkind to the birds of the world and say that's not horror inspired. Every, everything <laughs> it's what's that old chestnut? Uh, every story is either Pretty Lady or Frankenstein. God, <laughs> God, I just, everything is either Tim and Eric or Tim and Eric. Uh, Tim Heidecker presents the comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. With the tenseness of um, on cinema at the cinema where Tim had a let's, gets uh, like passive mad. Greg, let's when we do the hereditary thing, uh, let's do a double feature with the comedy. Does that sound fun? Uh, I'd love that. You know, can we just throw Come and See on there as well? I kind of want to wrap things off. With hey, Come let's just watch a uh, fucking a Serbian film. Yeah, you know, I've actually been wanting right to see now, that. Would like everybody to know do, I had no, could, I had not we seen do, um, We should start with Martyrs, I think, and then yeah. do a Serbian film. I walked in and y'all watching uh, Martyrs, and I'm never going to fucking watch that again. <laughs> fucking insane people. So, <laughs> so, you know, so, you know, fine. so you know that part of Martyrs that you probably walked in on? So what if, a Ser- what if a Serbian film is what if a movie was just that with, like, basically no other pretense? No. Fuck me. What? No. A Serbian film and Martyrs are the same movie. Well, the audience know that I have like not Martyrs seen is a Serbian film on HRT. They could be lying to me, and I wouldn't be able to tell the difference. I I haven't <laughs> seen a Serbian film, but I was reading it, and it's one of those movies where I feel like it was made more so for the purposes of it being made, and doesn't actually need to be watched. Doesn't really need to be watched by American audiences either, because it's entirely yeah. just like inside baseball commentary about mm. Serbian film industry. Oh, that's uh, oh okay. That's completely purposeless, and I and I watched it for absolutely no reason. And it's because I I literally had to re- and read life interviews. Is I literally had to I read guess. interviews with the guy, and basically the whole film is about how <laughs> Serbian's film industry is entirely supported by Western money, and mm. all the West wants to see is essentially tragedy porn. Like they, he's like he's interviews like you can't get your movie oh, funded. That, I mean, you know. He's like you can't get your movie funded in Serbia unless it features uh, a barefoot orphan. Or a widow of the war. 
Mm. And he's like, that's that's the only way to make it. So I wanted to make a movie that's just like is about how the West is just exploiting the horrible tragedies that have befallen our country, but has no interest in our stories that aren't that. Hmm. God. But it's again, Western audiences don't need to watch that because that's literally it's Not literally it's literally about how Western audiences are ruining the Serbian film industry. Mm. Hmm. I think I mean yeah. He's also a trust fundy though, so like he's, <laughs> he's also just like, you know, a pretentious dumbass. But I can't believe how much you know about this. I literally just read about I was just like I literally the other day I was like, I really want to know what what the fuck was the deal with a Serbian film? <laughs> Yeah, it's um I like that's the best that's the best like motivation for like far from crucial what the feeling. fuck was this shit? <laughs> <laughs> um but god, it's crazy. Yeah, I would love cra- to watch Hereditary. Crazy to me crazy to me that like between a Serbian film, Cannibal Holocaust, and fucking uh I Solo, Holocaust. Solo is the one that has the criterion release. Cannibal Holocaust doesn't? It doesn't. Yeah. I don't think it does. That surprises me because I didn't. Again, I haven't seen, but I know about the war of *Cannibal Holocaust*, and I'm surprised I didn't get like. A, I might be know. wrong about that. Because like that's a movie I've been curious to see. I know I know that people think. Didn't they go to fucking they go to jail for several things? So or, or got charged. He, let me tell it's, you, it's all fake stuff. But they no, pretend it's it, oh, not. it's not. Oh, there was oh, some oh, there okay. was some animal no, no, abuse no, no, shit. No. Yes, yes, oh, okay. yes. Yeah. that's that's the that's the extent of it. I, I'm I don't mean to say that like humans died, oh, okay. but. Uh, and not to belittle an animal, obviously, yeah, obviously yeah. but like... Yeah. yeah, no, listen, they're not, they're animals. At least it's not people. No. Hey, <laughs> hey, no, it's, if it's hey, but if you have the opposite of opinion of that, there's a movie called Roar that you'll love. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Roar, I, I, do, I do actually, I, I really want to watch Roar and just be What's stressed Roar? out. So Roar is the reason why if you look at photos of Mia Farrow before 1981 and after 1981, she looks different because a lion ripped off half her face. It's a it's a Jaws ripoff, but about lions and like 38 cast and crew members were mauled because they did not train the lions properly. It is a very it is a is a film that got a re-release like two or three years ago because they basically rediscovered it. And then they're like, what the fuck? This is a movie that like that is like. Infamous labor violations in the. I would like you to describe to the artist the, the face I'm making right now. Uh, Greg looks like if you went to pee and something solid came out. Something tough solid came out. <laughs> so I, so I did pee and something solid came out. You know what that was? Fear. Fear. <laughs> <laughs> and also kidney stones. No, just kidding. I don't have those yet. Yet. I'm planning on it. Yeah. <laughs> Growing one. Growing one. Uh, Bun in the oven. <laughs> Bro, I'm so pregnant with kidney stones. Right I'm, gonna, now. <laughs> I'm, gonna name, I'm gonna name mine Kyle. Uh, so us. Mm. Was that what we were talking about? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're talking about- hey, do you think us and Get Out will get ADHD? Woo, everybody! Do you think us and Get Out will get Criterion Collection releases? They they no, be, no, they won't because nothing good ever happens, and and yeah, my, and my dreams are dead. And we all get to they, die. They get, yeah, but they give like the shit that they give Criterion Collection releases. Exactly, have surprised Jay. Me. Exactly, but have Jay. surprised me in a like, oh, that that is cool to get a Criterion Collection. They're doing a Jackie Chan movie on Criterion Police Story. That fucking bargain bin shit. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Hey, come on. Hey, come on. Hey, Criterion Correction. Remember when you tried to do your fucking uh, film struck streaming surface? I let your film struck it up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I let your film suck me off. 
This is uh, this is why we never have Greg on the podcast. Why? <laughs> because I, too much ADHD in one room. <laughs> yeah, I caused it. Yeah, sorry. I, I gave them ADHD before I came here, so like, you know, oh that's why God. it's all our, our tethered versions don't have Adderall. <laughs> speaking, of our tethered, <laughs> speaking of our tethered versions, uh, my tethered it? does have Adderall. My, so let's I want, let's do a bit. Where would your tethered kill you? Because mine would be on the oh. toilet. Mine would kill me on the toilet. <laughs> I, like, I where, would my, where would my tethered know that I'm most vulnerable? Yeah. I'm always pooping, so um, I die. Always pooping, that's how I die. Um, tell me I'm wrong, bitch. I, I can't. I literally can't. Um, Damn right. Well, my tethered would probably know how to drive, so they'd probably just run me over. <laughs> here's, the new, here's the new recurring bit. Play a little bit of music over this. Uh, is us ableist? <laughs> uh... I'm vetoing this right now. <laughs> You're vetoing this bit right now. I'm vetoing this bit right now. <laughs> okay. My, my my non-bit, non-joke answer is that able not ableism is innate to the horror genre, but horror has a very, very long history of drawing things from things that are considered abject and unsettling. Yeah. It's a conversation that deserves to be told. Talk yeah. About. yeah. Yeah. It's us is not is nowhere near the only, or even probably within the past year, the worst yeah. uh, signifier of that. Yeah, I yeah. think it's entirely just because the media frenzy when Lupita was like, yeah, I based my character's voice off of people with a larynx disorder. And that was very much it to me. I, I saw that interview and I was like, that makes sense because your character is supposed to be someone whose throat was crushed and yeah. then had to basically not talk for 14 years and is trying to do it again. Yeah, mm-hmm. That makes sense. You'd look to like, how does a person who's been through that kind of thing talk? Uh, but all the news outlets covered it as like Lupita explains the horrifying secret behind her scary voice. Yeah, listen, yeah. watch how she defined her fucked up voice. Yeah, wow, and, and, and it's, it's like, like it's and you not, watch it. Yeah, sorry. her voice isn't scary because it's like it's a scary voice. It's a like representation of what the character has gone through. Yeah, like like physically, her 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 throat was crushed, but also like you said, literally, it's like it's symbolic of like what people with the disorder of like. Having having to issues, like yeah, yeah it's, it's it's a thing or it's like I said it's like it's there there are definitely arguments to made about it absolutely There's, absolutely it's it's a problem in the horror genre it's a problem mm. in film yeah yeah just like taking it's, shit from it, like it yeah. sucks but it's it's it is a it is literally a it's system wide it's problem. a really it's a really poisoned well um yeah. and and just the fo- the focus on uh ki- kind of yeah the the like abjection aspect of it and the like yeah. kind of making it. I don't know. Like you said, there is a absolutely a conversation to be had about ableism in film. I would not call, uh, like, but I would also not call us like I think the the main like like I would. Uh, it, it's entirely like I said. It's entirely just. It's because of that interview where she mentioned that, and it's entirely just the, the coverage of, like yeah. of just like the coverage brought more attention to it in a way that I think people were using it as a chance to like. Discuss this yeah. issue and, and hopefully I, push the conversation. And then you watch it. And she's think, just saying like a footnote. Like, oh yeah, I learned. Yeah. About I think the 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 hard and fast facts uh, that I like really agree with is is that like like um, on, on a on a much deeper level uh, than that is like uh, super valid and and her like making that decision for the character or or like her and like the whole creative team making that decision for the character is super valid and also at the same time. Uh, a lot of I think a lot of people don't have a very like deep engagement with with 
media in the way that like enthusiasts do. So like mm-hmm. what? So like a lot of a lot of times when people bring up this stuff, I, I feel that their concerns are more to do with like, okay, this is a person. This is a this is an evil character, like a bad a bad mm. a bad evil character with this like disorder that like you know yeah affects people. Um, but that's not like. That's not me saying that. That's obviously not me saying, and I and like once again, I know you guys have a very good rating level, but like that's obviously not me saying like they fucked up. It's like no, obviously mm. it's like it's like a very honest and like mm. f- far from like very far from the most egregious horror movie. In fact, I would say this is like the kind of pinnacle of actually like. Overall, empathetic horror. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, the, the, exactly. The, the, the big framing of the film is to try to make you empathize with the air quote monsters. Yeah, like yeah. By making you, you, even by making you realize, hey, one of the people that you've been cheering on this whole film was one of them. us. Which them. is well, fuck. So, which yeah. Which obviously in retrospect is so fucking crucial. Yeah, like, like it's it, it's why it's like I don't blame people because like we're used to seeing horrorling movies with the twist is just there to like. Make it a must see movie, like yeah. Goodnight mm-hmm. Mommy bullshit. Yeah. Um, fuck Ugh. that movie. But piece of shit. Um it's it's a movie where the twist actually is like very essential for understanding the film. And like he's even said in interviews, it's like I wanted the audience to like be put in a position of realizing, oh, they've been cheering on a villain, air quotes the whole film, but is it the like are they a villain? Like yeah. does knowing There's a lot that, of nuance that, that has does to knowing that they were a tethered change what you empathize with their story because yeah. They are still the mother of these kids. They are still trying to protect their family and their place in the world. Yeah. Does it change learning that, like, she basically fucked someone else over to get that place in the world? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why... That's why gray area is just maybe... Is that there are two sides, <laughs> Is that... It's, yeah. It feels like... That's why I said earlier, it feels like a horror film made by someone who's read horror film theory. Yeah. Because it's literally all about, like... Oh, horror film theory loves talking about the us versus them dichotomy mm-hmm. and about mirrors and doppelgangers. Here's a movie that's just about that, baby. <laughs> <laughs> God, it's it is such a good romp, and it's a good thinker. And I also like that this is another movie where our group of all of our group of friends saw it. It's another one of those movies where we just like split into two groups and all had our processing wheel. Yeah, we, we, like yeah. we turned into our like our, we turned into our infinity sign of friends to just like process like the movies. It was like, yeah, it, the yeah. like the it, it was kind of the same ritual as after Get Out, right? Really, like, we're, we're like yeah, we're, and Hereditary, where we like we, we were just there for that, but yeah, we did the same thing after Hereditary. I'm so glad that's, that's I'm so glad that carried into that's that. right. We have this like smoking circle that we have where we all just like get in a circle after movies and just like talk about mm. it and just like. Oh my god, that was so fucked oh god, up. Did you notice that? I love when we do that because it's, it's one of my favorite. It's one of the reasons why I love like going it's to why, movies. Yeah, and it's why I love to watch movies with people because yeah. I like yeah. to talk about the movie I saw after. <laughs> it's it. a, it's, it's a classic. Why we do processes. I processes. Yay! Um. All right. So the, the other that that we do at the end of the every episode. Wait, no, I have. She to didn't say answer it. it. Oh, yeah, Don't let her get away with it. Yeah, good point. <laughs> How fucking dare you? Um. I, I think there would just be like a smoked salmon in the street, like on a fishing line. <laughs> you you smell it and you just like follow it like you're floating in the air. Just, just, like, a, just, like, a, just yeah. like a charcuterie in the street. Yeah, like a like like a charcuterie board that's like 
Hey, real talk, I, that would kill me too. I'm if just I, if I walk into a room and I see a charcuterie board, it's fucking A to B and like zero flat. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, like, a charcuterie and a mimosa that is under a cardboard box huddle with a stick. Yeah, I go blind. This says acne. You can literally be in front of my face. Like, I'm about to kill you now. And I would just be like, I'm about to kill this charcuterie board. So, so drop I don't that give the fuck, fuck down. what you're doing. <laughs> you're fucking like Moto Moto, just beelining for <laughs> <laughs> I love the bit I've been doing on like fucking Twitter and shit, which is like saying like me. This is me and my tether. This is pictures of like two people being super high. God, <laughs> it's like me, me and my tether, like not knowing how to kill each other, so we just go see a movie. Because <laughs> my my tether would also be fucking stone as shit. Like, well, yeah. Here's the thing. Well, you were smoking um, fire. You're. <laughs> well, I was smoking fire. The tethered smoking stamina. The tethered would hand me a poisoned uh, joint at a bus stop. That I would smoke at like the end of the fucking handmaiden. <laughs> and I, also like the poison the poison joint <laughs> that I smoked that one time at the bus stop where I immediately got sick for a week. <laughs> yeah, I smokes oregano. <laughs> My tether's a fucking dork, I kill it. <laughs> Your tethered's like trying to show you that if you like fry up like peeled banana skins, like you can smoke <laughs> them and get high. My tethered still believes that you can play as Toad in Mario 64 in like Smash 64. My tether fucking still goes on like game facts in '96 and like tries to play as Luigi. My tethered is getting high off of fucking nitrous and expired <laughs> chalupas. <laughs> My tether smoked a pencil in middle school. <laughs> My tether's the one fucking kid who always snorts mints in like middle school. That kid was the coolest kid. Though. And he's still 32 in middle school. My tethered is the kid that snorted Lucas and had to leave for a month. <laughs> I love that story so much. <laughs> Hope you're still alive, Max. <laughs> if not, hey, this is my m- m- memorial song for Max. My name, my Man, name is Max, Max and I snorted Lucas, <laughs> and then I died. So, hey, Greg, I have yeah. a question for you. What's up? Uh, as Jay was saying before, we have a bit that we do at the end of this show. Okay. Where it's, what what would you or wouldn't you have spent the ticket price on? So what would you, so let's say the ticket price is like 15? Yeah, we usually go $15 because like our, our secret is that we usually don't pay because I have movie uh, yeah. bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I did not spend $15 on a ticket. So yeah, movie. assuming general ticket price, like let's say it's like 15, 12 to $15. Uh, what would you have rather spent your $15 on? And what are you glad you didn't spend your fifteen dollars on? Anything in the world that you can think of. What would I have rather spent the fifteen dollars on had it not been a movie ticket? And what would I have been glad that yeah. I did not spend the money on? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that's a, like that's a it, fun it, one. Like I don't know. Yeah. No, it's, it's, <laughs> I like how specific it is. It's, honestly, it's, it's, it's our, capitalism. It's our Woo! bit of like. How do we have like a rating systems gimmick that isn't like numbers? Because we hate no. I hate talking about numbers or like yeah, thumbs no, up, fuck thumbs a star. down, fuck letter. Because like no, fuck it. Because like I, if I see something that's like a four out of five on Amazon, I'm like, okay, but what the fuck is wrong? What the fuck did like Keith from Kansas have a problem with? What's, and what's it's always like five, yeah. I, I couldn't, I couldn't shave my balls with the mag- microphone, and I'm like, well, fuck. If he had a problem, I don't know. Um. <laughs> Even though three thousand other people liked it, I was like, well, four isn't five. And, and it's also like it's like I feel like of a lot of people, it's like you. Can kind of get a sense of their rating system, but it's like it's. I, I don't care about yeah. numbers. I don't like yeah. math. I was a B student. Uh, <laughs> I, I what I like is to buy things, and I like things that are pretty, and I like things that are nice. And, yeah, and I like things Hell that yeah. are also bad and stupid. So I like to just compare yeah. movies to things that I could have consumed yeah. instead. So if I had done the, 
God. If I had not bought this movie, if I had not bought this movie ticket that I saw for free for this movie, that's all for free. Um, <laughs> thank you, Brewer. I love you very much. Um, Fifteen dollars. That would have bought me. I feel like that would have bought me a milk frother on Amazon, so I could make warm milk, and I would have been just as satisfied as watching us. Now, what are you glad you didn't spend fifteen dollars on? I am glad I did not spend fifteen dollars on Taco Time. Yeah, that's that's a good okay, go too. That's very fair. That's I feel like it's like as people have a good audience, which is like, oh, it has to be something real fucking shitty for you to not. Um, have been... To put to put Taco Time into context, I won't. It's bad. Bad um, food. Stupid food. Mm-hmm. I they still tear the tots at the cloud of taco joint. Fuck them. I am glad I did not spend my fifteen dollars on. Um, what's a what's a movie I can compare it to? Like maybe like a like a chud box set, <laughs> 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 or like the stuff on like Blu-ray. Like just like some eighties horror film where it's like, yeah, but I mean I like them, but this one's like that but better. Um, <laughs> kind of like how The Conjuring is like a 70s horror film but you know like better because it's new and things yeah. that are new are better um, what would I have rather spent my $15 on if I could like pay some no actually hold on I take this back I'm glad I didn't spend my $15 on for a DVD copy of the Key and Pell show uh, the specifically this season with the really homophobic sketch about the gay coworker. <laughs> Oh yeah! <laughs> Cancelled. I do. Hey, hey, Jordan. I didn't forget. <laughs> the microphone did forgot how to stand the up. The microphone early. forgot. Um, I, I, I do. Forgive, said, I like how you said cancel, then it felt I, like a fucking I, curse I, word. I do forgive him for for that skit though, because of the the shot of. Wait, do, yeah. <laughs> I like how I like how Jay said canceled, and the microphone fell like they cursed it to die. Uh, what I would rather have spent my fifteen dollars on though, um. Maybe to like bribe like some criterion. Is there like a judge for the criterion collection so I could bribe them to get us a criterion? I'll give you fifteen dollars <laughs> to fucking put. Like they're not making <laughs> like they're not making that much money at Criterion. Are you kidding me? Their fucking streaming service went down. I would bribe one of them with fifteen dollars to get get out on the fucking fast track to a Blu-ray release. That's so fucking fair. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, if 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 they knew their shit, I. Would not rather have spent fifteen dollars on Chipotle, um, which is, I guess that's a no brainer. But I, I don't know. I don't really feel like expending effort thinking about this thing for my show. So fuck you, audience. <laughs> um, that's a that's a joke. I love you. Uh, Your tether doesn't. My tethered hates. Your tether has an extremely unsuccessful podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Called Film Shitters. <laughs> Shut up! Jesus Christ. It's just, it's unsuccessful because it's a recording of them just going, Oh! <laughs> it, it's because, like, kind of like Plato's Cave. They like, don't see movies. They're just like, they just watch old episodes of Tiny Toons and figure out what movies are about through that. Oh my God. This episode was also a movie. <laughs> I would rather... You can't hold your breath for that long in a tunnel. I would rather have spent $15 on an insane deal on, like, a bidet. Because I'm just, like, done with not having one. You know what I mean? They're really nice. I will say that. So does a bidet cost $15? No. Not in any world. (laughs) Um, okay. 
<laughs> I don't know why. Why I did you look at me like I know the fuck you want to tell? <laughs> Play us out, Greg. Uh, so that's right. film critters. Oh, yeah. That's a good oh, show. No. That's oh. film critters. Okay. Enjoy the show. Greg, thank you so, so much for joining this us. This was so uh, fucking both fun. Both to you. see the film Us and to record this podcast. It was wonderful. I'm glad you had me. It was so wonderful to have you. So overjoyed. Oh. Uh, Jay Bearhat. Yeah, yeah, yeah do, do without hey, th- thanks for seeing it twice, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Hey, th- thanks for thanks for uh, knowing all that shit about the movie that we're talking about. There's, thanks, there's, Greg. Follow, Jay, follow Jay and Burr on Twitter and and Greg and block Greg on Twitter. Block me on Twitter. I'm a fucking at Jet Greg Guar. Make sure you block at Jet Greg Guar. Um, they're getting gonna piss all over me. Oh, I was there. Uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And this was so fun. Check us yeah. out on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash film critters. Um, All one word. Check us out. We have the SoundCloud if you need an audio version of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I say this like every time, but hopefully we'll have a new episode soon. New episode soon. And as always, enjoy. <laughs> well, okay, one last one last thing. Do yeah. we want to reveal our Patreon? Did we already reveal Ooh. our Patreon theme? I don't think we did. The Patreon theme? Yeah, for the next month. Oh, no. So, yeah, for this month... Uh, Wait, if, we did reveal it. Stoner yeah. movies. But we yeah. didn't reveal what won. Yes. So, what won... So, if you are a Patreon and you'd like to hear our thoughts on Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> yeah. That is, what our, that is what next month's... Uh, or this month's Patreon, because it's now officially April. That is what this month's Fuck uh, my Patreon life. is about. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> Fuck yes. Yeah. <laughs> Where is the car? I'm excited. Uh, we might... We might, it might be a little bit of a special, a special time. Yeah, we might have. Might have a guest. guest. Might have. What day are you going to film it on in April? Probably will be stoned. Uh, uh, all right. Um, right. thank you so much for joining us. Thank um, you for listening to fuck us. my life. Okay. It's always funny when I do that. <laughs> Greg doing literally anything. It's always so funny when I do that. So hit up at Jed Gregoire on Twitter if you have anything that you want to say about that. Do you have any shit that you want to say? If you have face? any shit you want any to... Any shit you want to say to me, uh, kick my ass. I live in Seattle. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. I love you.